Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. It's been forever. It feels like it's been forever since last episode. Last season was just eight episodes long. But we are back to talk about season two of Dominion. Guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. I'm super excited to be back talking about episode 201, Heirs of Salvation. And joining me today and for the rest of the season, my fantastic co-host, Miss Jackie Borowski. Holla. How are you doing tonight, Jackie? What do you think of the episode? Um, I actually was excited for what I feel like is going to be a lot of changes in this season. We're going to get outside of Vega, which is awesome because I there there are so many other things to see. We're in this like post apocalyptic world, and we really haven't seen anything besides like desert and Vega. Yeah, I mean that's something that they sort of tease. I watched like a season one recap. Um, before I, I got into episode, this, this episode, and they, they, the cast was doing interviews and they were teasing at, um, that we're going to be well outside Vega. We're going to go to lots of different places. And that's always good. It's, I feel like that might be a budget thing too. It's like if you have a first season where it's eight episodes, you're like, okay, we have the paid for these two locations and we shall use them. We built these sets <laughs> and they will be in every episode. Um, yeah, absolutely. You get a little bit more free reign if they're going to give you a season two. They'll give you a little bit more money. Um, and I think Dominion is going to benefit from that. Um, in this episode for me, I absolutely, had more fun with the creepy little fire people's town. Yes. And um, Alex and Noma, like, on the run than I did with Vega. Like, Vega's got its own stuff going on, but I thought the the stuff that's going on in that little town is just fascinating. Like, that's where I want to I wanna just spend the whole episode there. Well, I was starting to get cabin fever with Vega, because after um, I, when I, when I watched Dominion, it, it had already aired, so I watched it in one, like, big chunk. And after a while, I was like, Dear Lord, please let them take us away from Vega. Um, well, before we get into the meat of this episode, let's just recap real quick where we left off season one. In case everyone's like, what the hell? Like, what was happening? Um, so at the end of last season, Claire and William Wheel got married. Yes. Um, Claire was put in charge of the city. Well, she kind of put herself in charge yeah. of the city. With we the knew whole, she was yeah. going to be in charge, but uh, she got mad with her dad keeping her mom a secret, and um, and her dad was already sick, so he was already sort of being forced to step down by uh, David Wheel. Yeah, but she took charge of the situation. Right. It was like, no! I'm in charge now, bitches. Um, so she starts, and she was told by Uriel, Archangel Uriel, that she is pregnant with Alex's baby. <laughs> so the child of the chosen one. So she's basically got a Jesus baby. Yes. Growing inside of her. Yes. Um, so Claire's got all kinds of weird situations going on because her 
now husband, William, who was discovered to be an acolyte of Gabriel, Mm -hmm. taken into the desert by his father and left to basically die. I do like that. That was one of my favorite moments of last season because uh, Anthony Head walks this great line of like, is he or isn't he evil? Like, what's the deal with his character? Because there are sometimes you're like, okay, I get it. He's doing what's good for the city. And there's sometimes you're like, well, you're an a-hole. And uh, <laughs> in this... In this, in that last episode, he basically before he uh, lets he he looks like he's about to shoot him, and he does it, and he's like, "You wouldn't think I would do that, would you?" Kind of kind of thing, and you're like, "Oh, well, we did think that, but okay, okay, good job." <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Going, uh, so uh, Michael also confessed, like basically his like past crimes to yes. Alex, where he basically says, like, "Yeah, I was more or less the angel of death." Um, I killed lots of humans, mm-hmm. and Gabriel was actually the good guy, which left us in this weird situation of who's the is. If we've been looking at this all wrong, is Gabriel actually the good guy in the situation? Um, and it seems like their roles sort of reverse. And we saw Alex climbing the 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 wall basically to go to Gabriel's sanctuary to switch sides or to learn about his tattoos and everything that's going on, and then black. Which is interesting because after that happens and you open up in this episode where it seems to be that, like, he's not learning anything and he's being abused by Gabriel, I was like, well, what was the point of climbing the mountain? Why did you do that? (laughs) Poor choices. I wonder if he just... So, yeah, let's, let's, let's start with Gabriel then. Because um, I guess that's where we left off yeah. season two, anyway. Uh, or season one. Uh, so, we... Alex is, like, hanging out there. But you're right. He's... He went there of his own volition. Yes. Did he just get there and basically, like, figure out that Gabriel is a dick? Right! I was like... Uh, I don't know. I, I would have hoped he... I know, like, being the chosen one, according to the, this mythology, means that you have to learn about being the chosen one. You have mm-hmm. to you have to kind of... Uh, there's a discovery process, and there's a training process. But I was like, I just wish he had more common sense to kind of do more research before he just climbed this mountain and put himself at the foot of Gabriel, knowing that it probably could not... It might not turn out well. Yeah, I wonder if it's just... Um I wonder if it's just that he got up there. Like, they have Noma uh, captured. Right. But he also... Did he just have nowhere else to go in his mind? Like, with Michael be in his... Like, at this point, he, seeing him as completely an enemy. And with, like, his... The love of his life about to marry, like, this dude that he just hates. Right. Is he just like, you know what, I might as well see where this can lead. But, I mean, even if it was a him saving Noma thing, because, I don't know, it's a it's a really poor choice if he was just like, I'm wondering what's happening here. It's like it's like those kids who pull the fire alarm because they're like, I wonder what would happen. Well, it's, what happens is exactly what you think happens when you pull the fire alarm. Um, so my only other thought is, like, maybe he may, went there to save Noma, and if he did... Why did he not bring other people with him to save Noma? You're up against, like, the strongest archangel, and you're up against the strongest archangel, like, force. Wouldn't you think that you would need more than just you? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it could be as simple as he just wasn't, like, he he, wasn't he had this thought, and he just wasn't really thinking it all through, as yeah. you don't when you find out, like, a lot of the people, the closest people in your life have betrayed you right. See, pretty much all at once. Right. You're like, I'm going to go to the other guy for a while. Maybe that'll be better. And he gets there, I'm like, oh, this guy <laughs> is even worse. And he's like just asking me about my tattoos all the time. Um, it's it is it is a good point that he he does lie about like seeing the symbols move. Yeah. Um, do you think that they hadn't moved in a while and it was only in that moment, or had he been lying the whole time? I feel like I mean he makes that big gesture to like pause, and then instead of drawing out something for Gabriel, he makes the happy face with the um, with the wax, and and I feel like. With that kind of gesture, it really means that he was just holding back and saying "f you." Yeah, um, I feel like he might have known for a long time and was just being tortured and tortured and tortured and realized this is not what yeah. I want. But the and but then the, of course the he gets a real shock when they bomb the the stronghold. Yes, like they they basically just drop like a. a, a I, I, I thought it was a nuke at first, right. but, I, but I'm guessing it wasn't since yeah. Alex seemed to survive fairly unscathed. Right. The same thing with Noma. She survived unscathed. We had a lot of people actually survive unscathed. Yeah. I'm not really sure what good that bomb did. Well, they're, I mean, they're higher angels. I mean, Noma even says it uh, later in the episode. Like, we're very hard to kill. Yeah. So, I mean, it could just be as simple as Claire when she went to bomb them, like, didn't think about, like, how much firepower is really going to be needed to take down an archangel. Well, plus she knew that Alex was in there, so maybe she thought, okay, I know if I nuke him, I'm going to actually kill him. And okay. so if I bomb the building, I maybe have sent a message, or I maybe wounded somebody, but maybe he'll survive. I thought she was bluffing there. That she didn't know. Oh, that she didn't know. Um, the way that she... there was, a, to, I thought I noticed like a brief like pause. Mm-hmm. And this was just her being very savvy in the moment of like... When he hits her with that information. Because I thought she like had this like, like moment where she got hit but hit it. And then she's like, of course I knew. I knew that. Um, but then later... Sacrifices have to be made. But then later in the episode, you have that scene with David Wheeler where he's in the boardroom and he's basically asking who told her, like, who gave her intel. So that made me think, because he tortures that or kills that guy uh, who gave her intel. So uh, that made me think that it was true, that she knew she had gotten intel from that. Maybe. Maybe. I, was, I wasn't I was sure if he... Or I, I, my thought was that he just, like killed like basically an innocent dude who like didn't do anything wrong right but because she lied so effectively right he's just like you have that information you're gone no i could see that too i could um, definitely see that too. yeah it'd be interesting i'm not sure um i think we'll both play yeah. and they both play to claire's strength yes at the end of the day yes um either way so she's l- let's let's deal with vega real quick mm-hmm. um because there was, there was a lot, but not like it wasn't too much. Like basically, uh, Claire is running this place and yes. trying to do what she can. She wants to give. She's trying to 
like help the V1s. She wants to make this a better place for as many people as yeah. possible. Of course, the the uh, hierarchy does not like that. Right. And David Wheel is like he's spinning his wheels, if you will, um, to crush her. Mm-hmm. Who was that shadowy board that he gathered? Was that just like his little like family's peons? I feel like that. Like maybe that's his like, or maybe they're like influential people throughout the city. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. We had a, we had a couple people in the chat room, like as Claire's dealing with all this, like wondering like why she is so relaxed. Uh, I didn't feel about she was Alex. relaxed. Just about Alex. Oh, I felt like the, she had that scene with her and Evelyn. Um, or who isn't supposed to be Evelyn, um, but is Evelyn. Uh, they have that scene on the balcony, and I think her... I, I took that... that sh- the, her level of distress was not just about, oh my gosh, they've bombed this building, and they they killed these people, and like we were going to house these people there. I feel like it's everything compounding on her at once. Like uh, I'm distressed about Alex, but I can't really say anything. Yeah, I mean, being the head of a city, um, I think, especially the military head, effectively, right. as David Wheel points out, like she took over General Rison's seat. Yes. And even though she is not a military person by any means, she is now in that seat. She yes. controls... She controls the military. Which is unfortunate because we see that she doesn't really have military tactics. And um, David Wheel, I do think, is rightfully angry at her to be like, if you, you know, you did this and now you caused them to fight back at us and you've left the city vulnerable. Yeah, you've provoked the beast. Right. Like, we're done now. Right. Because that's not just like poking at like one or two angels or a group of eight balls that you might be able to take care of like no this is your the leader of your enemy right this is your the high the very very powerful enemy and you also don't have an archangel in your city anymore right um like michael was there to protect you like he could fight them like like just keep them at bay like by taking his shirt off i don't know uh, <laughs> with his ninja swords and his pant pockets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't have that anymore. You only have your firepower, which is, not, like, as we've seen, not very effective ag- like against these archangels right. since your biggest bomb didn't kill them. Right. I mean, it's interesting because in the last season, they, they had this plan to, like, put Gabriel in that, like, glass bowl thing that he was in and then send him to the center of the earth and like nuke him and it's like well if you had the nukes to do that or if that was your plan why wouldn't you use this on his stronghold why would you use something that might not be effective yeah i want yeah i wonder if we're supposed if those were supposed to be nukes and maybe alex being the chosen one right is what helped him survive a nuclear blast on Scape. But uh, elsewhere in Vega before, and then we'll get into Alex's whole storyline. David is not just having problems with Claire, but he's also seeing his dead son haunting him. Which uh, was interesting because I keep saying it was interesting Fascinating. I need a larger vocabulary. Mm. Um, I I didn't understand that 
that it was a ghosty figure until the end when he disappeared because I was like, how did he make it out of the desert like that so quickly? <laughs> um, I'm easily fooled, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't sure. I For, for a moment, I was like, and I, was, I wasn't so sure things? if I misremembered the episode. Right. Like, didn't he, like, die? Or what's happened? And then, like, he fades away. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't actually dead. Like, if this character shows up later to, like, actually... Not not just, like, haunt him as a specter, but, like, haunt him as a real person. Like, come back with oh, some kind of army I, or I something or other. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, it, it's TV. Yeah. If you don't see them die... They're not dead. Exactly. And Even show- if you nuclear bomb them, it doesn't mean they're dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, there's a couple people that we're, like, not sure of where they are right now. Right. They They say that Uriel was in the... Um, the stronghold. The stronghold, but they couldn't find her body. Right. But she's an angel, so I feel like she probably just left, or... And she's an interesting she, character. Or the actress was just not available, so we couldn't have her in the first episode. So she couldn't be found. Right. Um, something like that. Yes. Um, I really hope we get Yuri back. She, like, the, the stuff between the three siblings mm-hmm. was some of my favorite from last season. I like that, too, because she gives me... I, I, I'm an old Xena Warrior Princess fan, and she gives me kind of, like, vibes from that show. Callisto vibes a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the chat roll uh, on YouTube, Jalen Jackson says, uh, five bucks says, William is in New Delphi. I could see that. Which would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be a good place for him to go. Yeah. I would love to get to New Delphi. Yes. I want to see these other big strongholds yes. that are out there. Because it's interesting to see... Um, interesting. They um, they set up their own system in Vega. We know that. So mm-hmm. we know that because they have very little connection to these other cities, and the, there's no general law of the land that mandates, like, here in the U.S., it's like, there, we, well, we have a federal law. We have a law yeah. that mandates everything. There isn't, because it's a post-apocalyptic world. So they can set up whatever system they want in New Delphi, just like they have their own system in Helena, which is another place I want to see. Yeah. I would actually, I think, love for William to make it to Helena more, because, like, like to find this this guy like wandering right. who's like not exactly I mean he was he wasn't disrespectful of Claire but he's not exactly great with women right get dropped into a city of all like women he has like heavy pretend <laughs> respect where he's like I don't care that you're having someone else's baby I don't care that you don't sleep with me on our wedding night <laughs> I was like okay guy we can see you through you yeah you're just trying to run some kind of apocalyptic cult thing. Um, (laughs) That involves crushing people's ribs and feeding them soup. Um, Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, Cough 2009 says, Uriel is not coming back. They announced it on Twitter when they started filming. That's a bummer. Um, Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, I hope that she eventually makes her way back. And it's a bluff. I hope it's a bluff. Or I hope that she has a nice job elsewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so... uh, uh, before we uh, let's jump in, before we jump into Alex and uh, what Michael is up to with the Fire People, um, real quick, I want to uh, tell you guys: go on to iTunes. It's a great way to help us out to uh, help keep the the show findable. Dominion fans are crazy rabid. You guys are 
like so excited about this show and uh we love you for it because uh obviously we're fans as well so but uh the best way that you can express your rabid fandom is go on to itunes and help us out hit us with a review uh and if you uh give us a a nice uh, five-star review we'll uh, shout you out on the uh on the show um so hopefully next week we'll have some shout outs all right let's talk about alex and noma uh wandering through the desert um, trying to trying to fix a car battery with duct tape. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Duct tape can fix anything. I do love that he eventually just figures out that it's not going to work, and then he just is like, <laughs> okay, we're going to walk now. Yeah. Um, but the big thing, so they, they get attacked by eight balls, which yes. is a, a cool, like, little action sequence. Right. So I fun. also like that sequence where they're going through the school, and you kind of get these flashbacks as to what the school was like before yeah and like you seeing the teacher turn that was creepy like you're afraid for those kids right right um obviously those kids are dead now right um you know lighthearted kids yeah (laughs) um but you're right that was that was a great moment and then as they get in there um and they they get attacked the big twist in their plot line is that alex sees the same tattoo move that mm-hmm. he did when he was up with Gabriel and it moves off of him and onto the eight ball mm-hmm. and seemingly performs a uh, a perfect exorcism. Right. What do they call they call it an eviction. An eviction. Yeah. Yeah. So I sorry I was looking up that word because I call it exorcism as well. Um, because that's what it is, but they use, they have their own terminology for it. Yep. So, um, they do, he does an eviction. And I was so happy because I was like, you won! Turn around! You won! Because he was like <laughs> walking away and figuring, okay, well, that didn't work. Yeah. I mean, he, he did the, the, did the ritual as he was taught, was being taught by Michael. Like, I sanctified this vessel and like, he, he got him out. But as we know from last season, usually, and they've reiterated it here, whenever you, like whenever you evict a demon from a body, the human body dies. Mm-hmm. The human soul or whatever uh, they they choose to call it is gone, mm-hmm. and the body just can't keep it going. Right. And that, but this is he has now found a new power, yes. effectively. And there's it was a cute moment where the guy comes with like eight balls what are you talking about i do like though how that guy uh for for all that he seems like like an affable stoner um he did seem to catch on pretty quickly because as as uh alex was throwing this like terminology around and trying to like half explain to him like what was going on or ask him questions he was like yeah and then this and then this and i was like recovered man you recover very quickly and understand things (laughs) Good job. I mean, who knows what, uh, if, if the soul stays in him, who knows what he, like... What information he retains. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, it, I, I do mean, hope he becomes, like, a regular character with them, though. I like, oh, yeah. I like the flavor of this character, and you have a very serious group here, and it's nice to have kind of the lighter characters, since they killed off the little girl who pretty much did that. Yeah. She served that purpose. That's something that we're we're absolutely missing without him, is somebody who can sort of have a likeness and something actually that we never got this is a this is a character that we never got season one and I felt would have helped I always felt would have helped mm-hmm. um, especially right at the beginning is that he is now a character who needs the world explained to him yes. he doesn't know how this 
whole society functions. Yes. And so through him, I think this season we're going to get a nice way to just learn about every, all the insanity of what's going on. Right, like when we get to New Delphi or Helena, everything will have will be through him like new and we'll get to experience it new that way. I think that's I, I think that's a great point because we entered this show um where the characters already know what's going on. So you effectively have to learn as you go along and there's nothing there's no uh there's no character to explain it to you and you can do it through that character yeah. without having like a terrible exposition scene where you're like well that was fake you know yeah and so so yeah cause it's like the heart the archangels and then there's the lower angels and then there's the v ones and the the v eights now that's a juice um <laughs> uh but yeah so i i'm looking for i really hope that that character sticks around yeah. and doesn't die because at the very end of this episode, they come across a dead higher angel yes. strung on a tree and a group of who knows what. They mm-hmm. could be eight balls, but they don't appear to be. Mm-hmm. Um, eight balls, as I've seen, don't really use weapons so much. Right. But these guys were, if correct me, were, I thought they had weapons. Yeah. yeah. They, like this, it could be just a band of humans, mm-hmm. like a band of like Viking humans who are like, we're going to kill all the angels. And if they're outside of New Delphi, maybe that means that, like, this is, like, a scouting troop for New Delphi that's able to kill these angels. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not... Because uh, uh, one, Lanavis, one in the chat was like, uh, says, I wouldn't be surprised if demons don't exist in this universe. And they they don't. Um, uh, if you go back to last season, we had a, a lovely interview with uh, Vaughn Wilmot, the showrunner. And basically, the, uh, uh, he what he explained to us is that there aren't really demons and angels. It's just lower classes of angels. Mm-hmm. So the eight balls... Like you don't evict a, a demon, you just, it's an angel. Mm-hmm. They're all it's all a form of angel, basically any like higher life form, I guess, like mm-hmm. non-human, like next plane up is an angel of one form or another. Um, and I like that; it's a good way. I think it's a unique way of looking at it. Yes. Um. So uh, let's. That's where we left them. And now the big plot line of this episode that, like, I just was so intrigued by. Michael and the fire people. Yes. That's how I wrote it on our I know. notes. Because um, he, so we open on him, like, bathing. Yes. Like, <laughs> with his wings out, just, like, having a little uh, bath in the ocean. Well, the episode opened with that. A weird scene that we don't know if it's a flashback until the episode. We don't know if it's a flashback or not, where he's fighting in the oh, rain yeah, yeah. and the children are in the cellar. And it, it's interesting. Interesting. Why do I keep doing that? Uh, the way I read it was as a flashback because we have all these flashbacks where he's like killing people, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is another flashback of him as evil Michael. And it turns out it's just the opposite. Yeah, well, I like that because we spent the whole, I spent the whole episode like wondering if he's going to snap and murder all these people. like he did in the last season. Like, you all are heretics for worshipping this fire Mm -hmm. um, and just kill them all. Um, But no, this was was better. Like, he, well, well, like, so when we we started with him, it was um, like he was just trying to, like, figure out who the, like, What's going on with this town? Mm-hmm. He wanders in. He's very cooperative. Um, I thought that was a good sign of faith. Yes. I guess like I like. Also, I'm pretty sure he knows that he can just get away from these people if right. he needs to. And he he was also surprised and curious because for 
for the most part, we think as viewers that people live in these huge stronghold towns where they're protecting themselves and here you have this town that is basically open on all sides and hasn't been ambushed or destroyed and is saying that they've literally just kept alive on their faith. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so interesting is that, so the the whole thing is that God is gone. Um, Father is is gone and abandoned us. But here, the this town is, and by the by the end of it, we know that the fire absolutely has a mystical quality to it. Yes, like you could have like argued that it was they just got they were lucky that the fire was just like a like a, a loose idea that like, like kept them happy. Or yeah, something. scarecrow. Um, but no, I mean we saw in that like as the rain came out and the. The rain came out and the fire went down. Uh, uh, the eight balls that were like hovering outside, like just wanting to like rip this town to shreds, all of a sudden could get in. And then as soon as the fire got back up, uh, eight balls that weren't even near it were catching on fire. Yeah. So the real the question is just who is behind the fire? Right. And whoever this, whoever it is, or or the fact that these people have this level of faith, and maybe that's what, um, that's what protects them. I don't know, but it's drawn Michael into the point that he's in he's in the church, basically asking if his dad is around because he feels like my father must be here protecting these people. Yeah, someone is someone is protecting these people. Yes. Um, it Michael at, at least at first doesn't know who it is, and this is the like this is what I like about Dominion is that like the I, the, the basic concept of like I miss my dad. Yeah. Um, it's a very can be played concept. through. Yeah. yeah, can be played through these angels and this crazy stuff. And in this small town, it's simplified. It doesn't have the crazy complex politics of Vega. It's just boiled down to an angel miss like who doesn't have God anymore. And mm-hmm. what does that mean for this character and the people around him? And sort of, I, I by the end of it, I think he's like sort of he like wants to become the protector of this town as long as he needs to because he wants to know what's happening here. Um, my first thought on the fire, I, I don't think it, it is God. I think it's Lucifer. Interesting. Um, we got we got hints last season that maybe Lucifer was in the plans, but not for a while. Mm-hmm. But I would love if he got bumped up. Because like, it is stereotypical thinking of the devil. Fire is very much in Lucifer's realm. Right. And he's so, a fallen angel. So Yeah. I mean, he's... He would still. I mean, he would absolutely have something, some play during all this. Mm-hmm. Like whether he has something, anything to do with God disappearing, we don't know. But he, if if not, he's like, hey, this is probably a good time to like do some like Lucifer stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the, my main opposition's not around, <laughs> um, and I would love to see that. Like just. That would play would be a very interesting character, I think, to bring in. And if Uriel's not really not going to be around, I really want more angels in here, more archangels and like biblical characters that we yes. can really latch onto. I would like to see that as well to delve into the mythos. Random thought though, um, when that one town's character comes in and is like, 
I knew you were different. Your clothes look weird. I'm sorry. Michael's clothes did not look that weird. <laughs> Everyone else is in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. And he's wearing pretty normal pants. He's not wearing a robe or anything. Right? Like He's wearing, like, the white, like, Cupid's robe. <laughs> no, he's, he's, yeah, he's dressed fairly normal. But I guess he just has a weird aura about him. Yes, I um, guess So you could say, like, they're just, like, trying to figure out what it is that's off. Because they don't right. know that he's necessarily... The Archangel Michael. Right. Um, oh, and somebody points out we haven't met Raphael either. That uh, is the true. other Archangel in the in the key four Archangels. It's yes. uh Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. Um so that'd be cool to that see him. Cool. He's supposed to be a healer, so t- protection could extend from that. Uh good uh good call. Uh and Saeed five six seven four, butchering your name. Um but yeah, so I mean that's where that's where Michael is at this point. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Let's um as, I mean we already started, but let's move into some official predictions. And now your after buzz TV predictions. Okay, so this season I think we're gonna just get a I'm hoping a ton more hashtag winged combat. <laughs> that's what I really want. It is pretty awesome. I love that their wings can stop bullets. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, we saw Noma call Michael, so I think we're going to see those two, like, groups meet up some point soon. Yes. Like, also, I just love that wings can call other angels. Right? It's like the wings are the new cell, are like a cell phone, basically, yes. for them. They just, she all she has to do is stretch them and flap them in a specific pattern, and it sends a text message to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that she's going to sort of, like, figure out where they need to go and guide Alex to Michael. And then Alex can get a real piss, storm off, and then you're gonna have, they're gonna have to track him down. Uh, my only prediction was that um, what's this? Not David Wheeler, little child Wheeler, younger Wheeler, baby Wheeler. What's his name? Uh, William Wheeler. William Wheeler. <laughs> um, I, I do predict that we're gonna see William Wheeler. Wheel. Wheel. Wheeler. Makes it even more fun because they're the wheels. <laughs> I know. I keep saying Wheeler because I'm thinking of um, Return to Oz. Um. Why? Uh, but yeah, William but I, Wheel. I, yeah, I picture that William Wheel will show up later, and um, there will be some sort of consequences. Yeah, no, I, w- I mean that'd be great. It'd be very interesting <laughs> to see him back. That we're both saying interesting a lot. I know. Um, no, there's a lot of poten- there's a lot of potential. I'm excited by this episode. I think the more we get into the outer world, the more fun we're going to have this year. I agree, I agree. Um, I kind of want Gabriel to go in there and just, like, rip apart Vega. (laughs) So, um... I have a feeling he might be doing that. Yeah, I mean, he's on his way. Yeah. He is pissed. Mm -hmm. Um, any last thoughts on this episode? Nope, that's it. Um, I I will say one thought. Uh, it's just random thing. Claire has, like, taken on a whole other look. This yes, season, she has. she has this like brooding, like extra eyeshadow, like leaning over and just yes. like her like, high ponytail that dominated most of last season is gone. Now it's like slick to one side. Yeah. She's kind of like she's got this like badass, like I don't know what it, it's if it's like an action star look yeah. or like the brooding, like I'm really hot action star <laughs> look. <laughs> um, that's working for. Her. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, that's gonna do it for, uh, for episode 201, Heirs of Salvation. Um, thank you guys so much for thank joining you. us. Um, we will be back next week. 
with, I'm pulling up the episode title right now, episode uh, 202, Mouth of the Damned, which I like that. That yeah, sounds, I that, do like that. sounds fun. It's fun. The mouth of the dam. It's a fun. fun. I, you know, you know what it is? Because it makes me think of a hell mouth. Yes. Uh, um, uh, but until then, uh, Jackie Brasky, where can people keep up with you? My website one two three jackieb.com. And that's where all my Instagram, Twitter, everything it's there. Very Just simple. Find it there, yeah. uh, um, all right, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N, and also here at After Buzz on the Strain After Show. Oh, with, I'm on that show too. Yeah, which Jackie will be back <laughs> for next week on the Strain, um, and uh, also on Sundays for Killjoys, another sci-fi joint. Uh, guys, uh, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.